When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. Halfway home on a Monday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Ben and Paul this morning here on 97.3. The Fan Woodsy uh, in Los Angeles having some uh, some fun going to a concert tonight. So he'll be back on. Was it the Chargers game with uh, Benji Heel yesterday? He might have. I didn't I see didn't, him in those pictures. Maybe he was taking the picture. I'm not sure yeah, he might if he was been, there or not. Yeah. That, that Woods. Um, uh, he probably would have gone to cheer for a. Dan Campbell and yeah, Lions. You know big, he loves, loves him some fan. Dan Campbell. So, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he'll be back on Wednesday morning as we uh, inch closer and closer to Thanksgiving. And, uh, Benny, I just wanted to kick off the 8 o'clock hour with um, uh, some condolences to a Tier 1. Uh, our buddy Michael, he was in our uh, he's in our YouTube chat this morning. Uh, he's a YouTube member from Ben and Woods, and he says, uh, "Tier ones, could you do me a favor? Please say a prayer for my family. My sister lost her battle with cancer yesterday. A big thank you, uh, Michael. I, I'm just we're so sorry to hear that, and we're thinking of you. And all I can say is that the Tier ones are a a very powerful community of listeners, uh, and we're all pulling for you, buddy. Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna play it? No, no, I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that? No. I mean, it's it's an honor. It's a Ben and Woods tradition. Oh, man. I think you have to. I mean, it's... Really it's, shout out to his family? It is. It's, it's, it hurts it's always so played much. It with hurts. the best of intentions, It though. hurts so much, though, when it's somebody We personal. have turned something that was an incredibly kind of tasteless moment from David, David Guetta. Guetta into, I think, what is a truly iconic tribute and the top... Like, the, the best heartfelt shout-out that we can do to someone when they lose someone. It's a painful moment. But if we can bring a smile to your face at all, we we brought that out during the pandemic. It happened early 2020. And we've had... Uh, friends of our show that we've lost and we've we've done the shout out to their family. It hurts so much more when it's somebody you know. I know. I, I absolutely know. But it's it's always with the best of intentions when we play it. We're not we're not trying to make fun of anyone when we do. So I think it's only fair that if it was us or a tier one that lost someone that that you have to shout out to their family. 
Shout out to his family. Michael, that was all Ben. Unless you liked it, then it was me. Well, I mean, I'm off the rails today, at least according to a lot of our uh, our listeners on Twitter and in the chat this. right now. Challenge me. Go ahead. Keep me in line. Woods isn't here. I, uh, someone said when uh, Woods, Ben's not afraid of Woods coming after him. Well, there's a little bit of the when the cat's away, the mice will play vibe going on right now. But if you want to play the role of Woods and tell me I'm an idiot for saying maybe the Padres, <laughs> if they have to trade one Soto. I'm going to send show notes to Woods and be like, uh, these were the hot takes that Ben had this morning while you were out. If they have to trade one Soto, and I'd rather them not, but if they did... Is there a way you could land Corbin Burns in a three-way deal to at least bolster your pitching staff? I say that's something you have to consider. But if you want to, uh, you know, check me eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Pick up the phone, give me a call. We can take some calls here this hour on Ben and Woods. Uh, if you want to talk about Brady Hoke, uh, no longer the head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs, not fired. Retiring as head coach, uh, he will coach the last two games for San Diego State against San Jose State. I remember a day when San Diego State would be favored by 20 to 30, 30 points, points over yeah. San Diego State. I believe they're two touchdown underdogs at oh, San Jose State this week. Good, good, good. And then home against Fresno State in the final game of the season. Those will be the last two games of Brady Hoke's coaching career with the Aztecs. Uh, and then the uh, San Diego State will move on. Uh, but if you want to talk about that, 858-233-288-0973. I have an 858 number, though, but I wasn't going to give my phone number give out. Give your number here. out over there. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> People can text you throughout the day about your bad opinions. Speaking of college football, um, so yeah, right after the show on Friday, the news broke that the Big Ten was suspending Jim Harbaugh for the final three games of the regular season in the wake of their sign-stealing scandal at, at Michigan. And Michigan, through a giant fit, said, what happened to due process? What happened to ongoing investigation? How can you just simply rush to judgment and issue a punishment before all the findings are in? But they were unable to do anything about it, at least this week. And Jim Harbaugh was not on the sidelines for their game at Penn State. Instead, turning it over to uh, his assistant coach. What's his name again? I keep forgetting what it Uh, was. His name is Sharon Moore. Sharon Moore was the uh, interim head coach for the Michigan Wolverines. By the way, as he was the first three games of the season, (laughs) when... Jim Harbaugh was also suspended to start the season for recruiting violations oh during the pandemic. I am dumbfounded. Honestly, if I was a Michigan fan, and I couldn't be further from a Michigan fan, I have no, really no connection or interest in the program, but if I was a Michigan fan, and this was the punishment the Big Ten devised. By the way, he can still coach in practice all week long, Right up to the game, and then he just can't be there for the game. And then he comes right back. And I was confused. I didn't yeah. really read into it all. Yeah. It's not on the sidelines. He just can't be on the sidelines. Can he go up in the press box? I don't think with he the can coordinators? be in the press I think he has to be outside the stadium. <laughs> like, I'm not totally sure about this. The Michigan is, they're absolutely pitching the biggest fit about this suspension. When honestly, they should be laughing and going, we got off so light on this. All we have to do is not have Jim Harbaugh standing there doing what? Wearing his khakis, his chinos, and right. you know, and his pullover that he wears every week, and his hat. 
football coaches, head coaches, do almost nothing, I think, during games, as far as I can tell. There may be one or two decisions that are 50-50 in a game that you could actually probably have a coin decide if you really wanted to. Heads or tails? Should we go for it here on fourth and two, or should we punt? Flip a coin. Honestly, it's a pretty much a 50-50 decision. You have analytics. They can tell you what the right thing to do is. Someone gives a halftime speech at some point, I guess, you know, and that's that's about all. Your assistants do all the work, calling most of the plays, scheming up your defensive schemes, putting the substitutions in and out of the game. You don't do anything as a head coach during the week, especially. You're really the CEO of a football program. To not have Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines for three games is nothing. Is nothing. If I was Michigan, I'd be worried about having them like forfeit games because we were cheating right. during the games. And and I know people say, well, that sounds crazy. Well, if the, Michigan... The fact that this is Sharon Moore's second stint as an yeah. interim head coach in a suspension for Jim Harbaugh well, is just let, shocking. Let's, say, let's, let's take another sport as an example here. Let's say someone who worked down in the equipment room for the Padres figured out a way without telling the manager or any of the players, but figured out a way that when the Padres were batting, he could put a bunch of juiced baseballs out there. And then when the Padres were pitching, he could get to the umpires just dead baseballs. And they went a whole season, and they didn't realize what was going on. And the Padres were just killing it at home. I mean, just absolutely killing it, just murdering opponents, record home run numbers. Their pitchers had like a one ERA. And no one knew about this. You can't really necessarily blame anyone in particular because they didn't know what was going on other than the person who was doing this. Would that be fair for the rest of baseball, for the Padres to, I mean, keep their record? Well, I guess we can't do anything about it now. I mean, isn't that what Michigan got? Even if Jim Harbaugh didn't know about this, if if their coaches, their players were getting an advantage based on this Connor Stallions and, you know, knowing what was coming, like, here comes Blitz. You know, even if they didn't know why he knew it, if they knew it and they were using that information, then they were cheating to help them win games. Though really the only logical penalty is forfeit. Forfeit those games, forfeit your chance at a college football playoff or a bowl game, and you know, your record is now you know, one and nine or something this season instead of ten and zero. I guess morally it depends on if the kids if the players had any knowledge of this because it doesn't appear yeah, that if they, they did. if they don't you can't really and punish someone who did that would be punishing the team but you also it's you you have to have it fair for the other team let's like let's in your, let, how in, about your golf? in your example with the padres and the equipment guy the players would know how like, about how about golf let's say maybe not a pga tour event but let's say one of those minor like a corn ferry tour event where there's not a bunch of spectators golfer plays and and I think this happened in a story we talked about last year. A guy who just like it's cheering for the guy is out there and he is like throwing the ball back into the fairway where no one can see. Like it's over a hill and he throws it onto the green instead of in the bunker and they get up there. Oh, it must have gotten a good bounce. The player doesn't know. It's not his fault. What if he ends up saving like three strokes around and wins the tournament? Would it be fair if they found out later that that had happened? That well, he didn't do anything, so you can't punish him, but he can't keep the tournament win. It's a, that's a tainted victory. Even though he wasn't the one responsible, he was not playing on a level playing field with everybody else. Sure. You can't count those victories. So honestly, the, 
the most authentic punishment for Michigan would be don't punish any of the players, but the wins have to come off the board. And it doesn't sound like they're even close to doing that. So Michigan will probably have a great chance at still going to the college football playoff, where, by the way, Jim Harbaugh is going to be allowed to, to coach. You know, if they get to the college football playoff, bowl game, whatever, he's going to be there. So it doesn't really matter. And if he's still suspended the next couple of games, there's going to be a injunction hearing on Friday to see whether they can get him on the sideline for Saturday's game at Maryland. But if he's not, then the interim coach gets to coach again. And I'm I'm 100% for that because uh, here he is again. What's his name again? Sharon Moore. Sharon Moore. Here he was after the win over Penn State on Saturday in Happy Valley. This was live on television yes. on Fox <laughs> after the game. Live on television yeah. one more time. To win on the road in this environment when there were doubts. Sharon, what does it mean to you? Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. Love you, man. Love the out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here. These guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. man. Love you. Thank you, Coach. Wait. <laughs> It sounds like some, you know, like high school girl's Facebook post or something. What what the heck was that? Was that Coach Harbaugh? Love you, man. He's not dead. I know. You just saw him before the game. You're going to see him right after the game. You're coaching because he's suspended for cheating. Again. Was that Coach Harbaugh? Love you, man. Love the out of you, man. <laughs> Find you someone who loves you, like... Sharon Moore. Holy cow. You just beat Penn State. You always beat Penn State. They don't win any big games. <laughs> you did not change the world, man. You did not win one for Coach Harbaugh. He's been suspended twice this season. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> that made me laugh. I, I mean, I want him to be the coach now for the I honestly, I hope Harbaugh leaves for the NFL. Make that guy the head coach. For the rest of time, for for Michigan football, that was fan, that was absolutely fantastic. Well, Coach Harbaugh, love you, man. Love the out of you, man. And that was not censored love, on television. I love the S out of you, man. <laughs> oh man, where to go from there? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's 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 right there. You you're gonna see him all week. It's yeah, he's not he's not battling. He'll be in the Cancer. locker room after the game. <laughs> He's He'll been be coaching all week. Suspended by the Big Ten for three games. Get a grip. Get a grip, Sharon. <laughs> Please. It's going to be okay. All right. Uh, let's take a little time out. We'll check traffic. We'll come back. You want to join us? 833-288-0973. It's Ben and Woods. Paulie in. Woodsy will be back on Wednesday on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Day and night, I toss and turn. I keep stressing my mind, mind. I look for peace, but see, I don't. Woods is brought to you by Smart and Final. Score a Turkey Day touchdown when you shop your whole feast in one trip. And that's it at Smart and Funnel. Use promo code SFTHANKS for free delivery on your next order. 833-288-0973. If you want to join us, talk about uh, anything. We've kind of bounced all around uh, this morning, Paulie, with Woods uh, with Woods out for today and tomorrow. Uh, college football, college basketball, Padres, off-season baseball, managerial search. We had breaking coaching news this morning here in San Diego. We did. It uh, was Bra- not the news I thought we were going to have. Brady Hoke is, in fact, out as head coach at San Diego State. It's being at least uh, framed as a retirement, although that really doesn't make much sense when you think about it. It's we'll, not a retirement. We'll see. If they end up paying out his contract, then it's not It's not a retirement. It's uh, It's being fired. As you would expect a coach who was in last place in the Mountain West Again, at a school if they were like San Diego three, State. Yeah. He would not be retiring. I tend to agree and with you 100%. Would you, I would almost guarantee you he's coaching football at the college level, maybe even next year. Yeah, he might take a year or two off. Certainly in the next two or three years, but maybe even next year. But so he's not retiring. I don't, I mean, I don't know that he'll be a head coach again. I, I didn't think he'd ever be a head coach again. When he took the job as defensive line coach at San Diego State. When you go to a school, you were a head coach, and you come back as a defensive line coach, you've pretty much given up on your dream of being a head coach again. If it weren't for just the weird circumstances of Rocky leaving and him already being there, you know, I I bet he would have said to, yeah, I'm probably just going to live out my days as an assistant, you know, enjoy my football coaching when I can with the kids, and I've made some nice money and, you know, hopefully save some of it, but. It's um, yeah. It's uh, you know, it's time for the Aztecs to move on. And there really wasn't much 
of an argument against it other than that buyout, and we'll see how they handle that going forward. I uh, mentioned yesterday there were five games that ended in walk-off field goals in the NFL with zeros on the clock, which was pretty cool. Uh, one of them was the Chargers losing to the Lions. We talked about that <laughs> a little bit earlier, but a couple of uh, kind of big upsets. The Cleveland Browns rallied from 31-17 down in the fourth quarter to beat the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore 33-31. For half that game, everyone was talking about how it looks like Baltimore is the best team in the NFL. And then they lose the game to the Cleveland Browns, who scored 13 points in 49 seconds on a Deshaun Watson touchdown pass and then a tipped intercepted interception that was returned for a touchdown. They missed the extra point, so they were still down one. But then uh, Watson drove him down. And say what you want about Deshaun Watson. He's vastly overpaid. It was probably a giant mistake for the Browns to trade for him and give him that contract. He did help them win that game, though, against the Baltimore Ravens. And Browns are 6-3. and three. I mean, they're, they're in a playoff spot right now in the AFC. I had that game uh, I had Red Zone on yesterday, so I wasn't watching that game specifically. But any time in the first, like, the whole first half of the morning slate – when Red Zone flipped over to that game, they just kept showing Deshaun Watson's numbers at the bottom of the corner. It was like one for nine for like 17 yards. Like he was not having a good day. No, he had a terrible first half. And then he was like 13 for 13 or something like that in the second half and, uh, and helped the Browns come back for a big win over the Ravens. The Texans have been one of the real surprise stories. CJ Stroud, another big game for the rookie, 356 yards passing on the road as they beat the Cincinnati Bengals 30 to 27. And I think the Texans are now five and five and on the fringe of playoff contention. No one expected that this season from that team, but Stroud is looking like the, um, the prime catch in the quarterback class from this last season. Uh, he's really, he's really instantly, he's really instantly come and, and put up some pretty impressive numbers for the Houston Texans. And then you had two games in the NFC West that ended with walk-off field goals. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Washington Commanders 29-26. Geno Smith just kind of quietly continuing to keep the Seahawks there in, in playoff contention with 369 yards and two touchdowns. And then the Cardinals got Kyler Murray back his first game in 11 months since his uh, his ACL, his knee injury, or his, uh, what is that? the? Yeah, that's the ACL, right? In the, in the knee. Yeah. ACL, MCL? Yeah. Uh, I think it was the ACL. And then uh, first game in 11 months, had a rushing touchdown at the end of the first half, and then led them on the game-winning drive down 23-22 to set up the game-winning field goal as they beat the Atlanta Falcons 25-23. to So five Literal walk-offs in the NFL. All of those field goals, not even one of them like had three seconds left on the clock. They were all zeros on the clock when the kick was made to end those games uh, yesterday. Uh, Sunday night football was the Raiders and the Jets. Pretty much as you would have anticipated that game went. I made it uh, two minutes, I think, into that game. <laughs> one touchdown. The best. Well, if you made it two minutes, you saw the best part of the game. The cold <laughs> open. It revisiting the Heidi game, the famous game between the Raiders and the Jets that the Raiders came from behind for a stunning upset win, but no one saw it on NBC because back in the day, uh, younger sports fans are not going to believe this, as big as sports are nowadays, and it seems like a no-brainer, sports were such low priority that if they were running over their time slot, they just cut away from the game. And because that game didn't look like it was going to be 
you know, it looked like the Jets were going to win. They went to the regularly scheduled programming, which was the movie Heidi, about what is it like the some singing girl in the Swiss Alps, or is that uh, that's the Sound of Music? I think I get those two confused, <laughs> but either way, they went to Heidi. The Raiders came back. No one saw it. NBC was flooded with like thousands of complaint calls and a remake of the classic story of a young girl who lives with her father grandfather tending goats in the swiss alps it is that i knew it was in the swiss <laughs> alps i knew there was something to do with the swiss alps just like the sound of music uh pretty much changed the way that sports are broadcast after that they really realized we can't we must continue to broadcast a game to its conclusion can't leave a game early because you might you might have another Heidi game in which you missed the end and something crazy happened and you spend three hours watching a game. You really should be able to watch the whole thing. But that wasn't always the case in sports. Now, yesterday, they could have gone to Heidi at any point, and I really wouldn't have minded that much because it was a pretty bad game. I mean, it was all field goals except for one pretty cool touchdown from Aiden O'Connell to a Michael Mayer, their tight end from Notre Dame early in the fourth quarter. It was a nice... High point catch where he jumped up and came down just in the end zone. Other than that, it was it was just like you'd think. It was uh, field goal, field goal, field goal, turnover, field goal, 16-12 the final. Raiders, though, move ahead of the Chargers in the AFC West standings as they even their record 5-5, five and five, and they're now 2-0 and oh with Antonio Pierce as their head coach since firing Josh McDaniel. So, well, as he, you know, big football guy over here, and uh, yeah, after <laughs> eight hours of red zone, I was ready to... I was just yeah, done. You didn't. You I, didn't, I saw you didn't that matchup. I was like, wait, who's Sunday Night Football tonight? I'm like, oh, right. You didn't miss a ton. If you didn't get up early for Colts Patriots, that was an even worse game. 10 to 6 in uh, Germany? I saw a little bit at the end. Mac Jones was so bad that Bill Belichick benched him right before the final drive. They had a chance to win. They were down four, and they were getting the ball back with like a minute to go. And he brought Bailey Zappi into the game instead because Mac Jones had been terrible. So that an ice cold Bailey Zappi comes in, like completes a couple of passes, but they don't have any timeouts. So he goes up and you think he's going to spike the ball, but he does the fake spike, you know, the, mm-hmm. the classic maneuver yep. and then throws it into like quadruple coverage into an interception. <laughs> it's like, no, fake spike only works if they, if they buy it and they didn't buy it. You just got to throw that ball away. So. They lost that game. Um, Vikings won again. Josh Dobbs now uh, leads the Vikings to a second victory as they beat the Saints 27-19. That's a pretty cool story after he was traded from the Arizona Cardinals. Steelers won for my um, survivor pick. Beat the Green Bay Packers 23-19. They had to survive a couple of late Jordan Love interceptions at or near the end zone. Uh, that the uh, Packers were trying to come back and win that one, but the Steelers held on at home. Your survivor pick won easily. Easily. Cowboys, 49-17 over the Giants. Cowboys have been one of the best bets at home this season. They have been dominant at AT&T Stadium this year. So you get some, uh, you get a good spread. Cowboys at home, they've been really good. 49ers bounced back after three straight losses in the bye week. Didn't see this coming, but they throttled the Jags on the road. Mm-hmm. Thought that might be a tough game. The only thing they didn't get was a Christian McCaffrey touchdown. He is a streak ended at 17 straight games with a TD. Wow. Did you, at the end they tried to get it for him? So <laughs> I didn't see that. They were they're up 34 to three, and they drive down. It's like the final minute, and they're inside the 10. It's fourth and goal from like the six. But you know the only reason they're going for it is to try to get Christian McCaffrey the touchdown. They could have put all 11 
defenders for the Jags on Christian McCaffrey, and I think they still would have tried to throw <laughs> it to him. They they put him out wide, they threw him a pass, and it was incomplete. But it was so obvious. The only reason they're going for it here because they're up. 31 points as the game's long over. You're just kind of rubbing it in. Why would you try to embarrass your opponent? You're not, but you're trying to get the touchdown for your guy to keep his streak going. So everyone knew where the ball was going. Very hard to succeed on a play like that when the entire defense knows what's coming. (laughs) Did not work uh, for the 49ers, but they did win the game easily. And uh, Bucks beat the Titans 20-6. to I think that's your complete NFL recap for Sunday, Week 10 yesterday. Tonight, of course, we got Broncos Bills for you on Monday Night Football here on 97.3 The Fan. Thank you very much for that You're trip welcome. through the NFL. I hope that wasn't your plan to... for the Rindle Report. No. Uh, we're going to do that in our next segment because Sammy Levitt is going to join us in studio for the final hour of the program to kind of give us his take on the Padres uh, offseason kind of previews and uh, what he thinks. Gonna be. Yeah, good catch up with Sammy. He's going to be in studio. That'll be fun with Woods out. So that's coming up after the Rindle Report next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, We have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
Well, I know this is going to come as a shocker, but uh, UT is reporting that uh, even though San Diego State is calling it a Brady Hoke retirement, their sources say he was forced out as, as head coach of the Aztecs. Which makes um, which makes that twice now in the last year because Mark Martinez also retired as head coach of the San Diego State baseball program, you'll remember, after last season. But the Aztecs still had to pay him out his whole contract and everything as though he was let go. And now it looks like the same thing is going to be happening with Brady Hoke. I guess J.D. Wicker just doesn't like the word fired. Just does not... This doesn't sound gentlemanly enough for a, a CD. So he is, uh, he's gotten Brady Hoke to retire as his football coach after the last couple of games. Plus, he doesn't have to name an interim coach when you retire. When you're fired, you can't really coach the last two games of the season. Brady Hoke has been fired, but we're going to let him stick around and, you know, steal our uh, office supplies and everything for the last couple of weeks. Who's going to uh, coach the bowl game? Yeah, they don't have to worry about that. They won't be going to a bowl game with their seventh straight or seventh loss of the season. They have guaranteed no bowl appearance, uh, no bowl eligibility for the first time since Brady Hoke's first season, way back in his first stint as head coach in 2009. So that's the uh, that's the news this morning out of San Diego State. I uh, did want to remind everyone you heard a promo during the break for it, but we will be announcing our first name in our biggest fan contest coming up at 9.15 today. It's your chance to win a night in the Odyssey Suite at a uh, game next season with all your friends and family at Petco Park and the 97.3 The Hosts are going to stop by as well, but uh, you have to listen. 97.3 The Hosts? 97.3 The Fan Hosts, I thought I said. <laughs> It says 97 of the threes hosts in my copy. So maybe I know how I tough that can be for you, though, anytime do, the call letters are I do uh, just like to read the copy that's in front of me, Ron <laughs> Burgundy. It. So um, you uh, can only win, though, if you call back within 10 minutes after you hear your name called. And only one person gets their name called at 9.15. And then someone else will get their name called at 11.30. And someone else will get their name called at 5 p.m. this afternoon Correct. with Gwen and Chris. So first name this morning in 40, 35 minutes. Uh, so stay tuned for that coming up. Uh, right now, though, let's check traffic, and then we'll get to our Rindle Report headlines here on 97.3 The Fan. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a All right. Good morning, gentlemen, or not gentlemen, just Ben. Gentleman. You are a gentleman, Ben. (laughs) All right. Uh, I want to start off with something that happened locally here. We'll start with the NWSL Championship. Uh, Watched a little bit of this over the weekend, and Gotham FC took down OL Reign 2-1 to win the NWSL Championship, and man... Uh, it was just, it, I felt so bad for how this game, how this match started. Not even five minutes into the match, this was going to be Megan Rapino, just an absolute legend. Her final match, her send off, 
hopefully winning it with a championship, going out with a title. And she got hurt on a non-contact play like four and a half minutes into the match and, and had to walk off the field. And I just felt so bad for her. It was like an Aaron Rodgers moment. Yeah. Except of. this would be like in the Super Bowl instead of the first game of the season. His last but, game of the year. Yeah, it was yeah. just minutes into the game uh, at Snapdragon Stadium. By the way, good turnout. Uh, they had over 20,000 fans. Would have been sold out if the Wave had made the sure. game, I'm sure. No, and, we speculate. We're like, oh, with the Wave not playing, yeah, what do you guys think the attendance will I mean, be? I, and I think a lot good. of the tickets were sold before they knew the Wave weren't going to be there, obviously. Maybe people were hoping the Wave would get there. They were the top seed, so when they lost... Like people still went to the game anyway, since it was a championship game and had some big stars like Megan Rapino and Allie Krieger, who was also playing her last game, and that one turned out much better. They won uh, for uh, Gotham FC, but yeah, it was definitely a tough way for uh, for Megan Rapino to go out. Didn't even get to participate really in her last game because of that injury. But uh, yeah, good crowd, not not quite as good as it would have been if the wave had been there. I'm sure the NWSL like commissioner was like bummed. That the wave didn't win because she was looking forward to seeing an absolutely no seats available Snapdragon Stadium for that game. Instead, it was like um, that well, was better than a San Diego State football game in terms of attendance, but it was not. Uh, not it was not much. completely packed in that game. She just uh, Rufino said after the game, it just felt like a huge pop. The worst possible outcome. I just thank God I have like a effing deep well sense of uh, well of sense of humor. But yeah, I mean, just obviously devastating to go out in the final so early. Yeah, just I mean, a bummer. If you're going to suffer a big injury, I guess your last game is the best time to do it. I mean, <laughs> you'd rather not have it happen at all. But you know, could have happened three months ago, and then she would have missed the whole rest of the season. At least she got to uh, almost get to the end. So a couple weeks ago, remember we talked about, and we still don't know if it was real or not, but we rolled with it as if it were the bet, the like six game parlay bet that was made in jail. A guy put, I don't remember how much it was, like 50 bucks or 500, something like that. It was like... He made I think it was five hundred. It was like enough that he could have hired a bail bond. Five hundred bucks. Out, I think. He won thirteen thousand dollars. He was able to pay his bail. Yeah. Well, we had another massive parlay hit. I think this yesterday. one's real. This one is real, and it was more than uh, five hundred dollars. It was actually five hundred thousand dollars on a four-leg same-game parlay. So all four. That's got a, a lot hit. to wager on a parlay. I mean, you know, parlays are fun to put five bucks on because you can win more than five bucks. You could win a hundred bucks or right. seventy bucks or whatever. But to put five hundred thousand yeah, on the putting, line when you need was it a four way parlay? Yeah, four. You need four things to happen or you lose that entire half a million dollars. That's a huge wager on a parlay. I mean when I bet you can bet, you know, fifty bucks or call it a hundred dollars, uh, Pick one team to just win the one game, and it could bring you back ninety bucks. Not bad, but if you put a hundred dollars on a four-game parlay, yeah. like you're looking at eight hundred bucks. That's that's the temptation there. So this man put five hundred thousand dollars on a four-leg same-game parlay. All four things in the same game needed to happen, and he had uh, Singletary over fifty-one and a half rushing. Devin yards. Singletary of the Houston Texans had one hundred and fifty. So we're going to check that box okay. off. Devin Singletary anytime touchdown. He did have a touchdown, so okay. we're going to check that one off. He also had the over. 
between the Bengals and the Texans. The over was 45 and a half. 57. And it came in at 57. Yep. And he had the Texans to win outright. And they won 30 to 27. He cashed all four of those. $500,000 four game or four leg game parlay. And it brought back six million bucks. Okay. For him. I, um, I think that that is the exact right kind of parlay. You take a team and you you go, I think I like this team's chances. And if they're going to win, here's how they're going to do it. Going to get a good performance from their running back, which means probably going to score a touchdown. If they do that, they're probably going to put up a bunch of points, which means the over and they're going to win. So you could you could just bet the win and that would be, you know, you'd win some money. Sure. But it's like, hey, if they're going to win, this is how they're going to do it. I might as well throw on these other parlay items as well to see if I can really turn this into a big score. Again, putting 500000 on it, though, is nuts. Because Devin Singletary could have had a great game and just not scored a touchdown. Like, he could have had 150 yards, but they tackle him at the one and someone else gets the touchdown. You don't you you lose it. You could have perfectly analyzed the game and you still lose that bet. That's why a ten or twenty dollar bet is very reasonable. Right. A five hundred thousand dollar bet on a parlay is crazy. Crazy. I like doing the uh, twenty-five to fifty dollar parlays. You know, throw three, four, maybe even five games if I'm really feeling something. Um see now that's now you're having to analyze five different games. I yeah. like what he did. He it's, did. He just took many, one game. It could be three. It could be five. It depends on the week. I look at the games, and I'm like, I am confident in all of these games. I'm not really going outside of my comfort zone here. I'm confident in if I were to just bet on any one of those three or four games that I think they would win, so you might as well just put them all together and try to get a bigger payout. What I really think is stupid, and we see this sometimes, is when someone will bet huge, like six figures, on a parlay. But all they do is the money line for, like, like San Diego State against Point Loma Nazarene. Right. And it's like, oh, they're favored by 30. And then they do another 30-point favorite. And they don't have to cover. They just have to win. But it's like, you bet 100000 to win 5000 Right. And it's like, okay, there's a really good chance that all these things are going to happen. But even if they do, it's not worth you're it. only getting a little bit, and you're risking a huge amount. If just <laughs> one of those things right. doesn't happen... You are out an enormous amount of money. So essentially, you'd need to win like 20 of those parlays in a row to offset even one loss. That's where where that the problematic parlaying comes into play. 100%. And uh, finally, we're getting ready for the holidays here. Thanksgiving, what, just uh, a week and a half away? That's right. It's an early one this year. 23rd yeah. of... Yep. Of November, so, so next Thursday. Next is Thanksgiving. Thursday, we'll be off Thursday and Friday next week. And uh, a new poll uh, asked Americans about their holiday eating habits, and we have found that the average person over the next uh, what six weeks, call it, is going to eat twenty six cookies, twenty five pieces of candy, thirteen slices of cake. 12 pieces of pie, 13 brownies, and 13 cupcakes. That seemed like a lot yes, to me. Yes, that seems like a lot. But that's the average, according to these polls. Go th- Give me those numbers again. That's a, for... Over the holidays. The whole holidays, like including I would, Christmas I would include, too, right? Yeah. I would include that to be Thanksgiving to, I guess, through New Year's. So... 
26 figure, cookies. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably about right. All right. I mean, that's, a lot like, of that's like a cookie a day for the holiday season. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. There's I mean, a lot of Christmas cookies You're not going to have every out. day, but you'll have five one day. Let's right. be honest. Exactly. Uh, 25 pieces of candy. I guess that's open to interpretation. That could mean... I mean, tight like a Skittle or right. is that, you know... The, the red and green M&M's yeah. in a dish or, or something. Or are we talking a giant-sized Snickers bar? It was but. For me, it was the 12 pieces of pie. That seems that seems like a lot. Like I think my over under is one and a half. I mean, I'll have definitely my slice of pie after Thanksgiving dinner. Right. And then if there's leftover pie, I may have another slice the following day. That's about it. We don't do like Christmas pie usually. I, that might be it for my pie. Like two or three. Thirteen but, slices of pie seems like a lot. I don't know that I'll have any cake. Over the next two months, well, there's I don't no, have there's Christmas no such thing cake, as Thanksgiving cake. Thanksgiving cake. I mean, I mean, families will do what they want to do. I mean, people have a birthday party and the holidays. I guess you'll have birthday cake. But right. Megan's birthday is next weekend, but I won't. Does be, that count as part have, of your holiday season? I don't know. She's not a big cake person. Twelve pieces of pie over the next two months. The average American. I mean, that's like a whole pie, right? Yeah. I mean, like twelve pie. Twelve slices of pie. I mean, I'll. Have, I have 12 slices of pizza over the holidays at some point, just here or there. But, yeah, that's a lot of pie. I mean, I like pie. <laughs> I do, too, but not 12 slices. That's a lot of pie. I mean, are these dainty slices or, like, big? Because, I, I mean, if I'm going to do pie, I I never understand, and I get it. It's like the mom, mom at the table. I just want just a sliver, just a tiny sliver of pie. Like if you're gonna eat pie, just eat a eat a real regular piece of pie, like a normal portion, little way a nice wedge of pie. The old uh, this is like so narrow that it's really only like a right. bite and a half of pie. I can't really eat that. Like a slice I'm either of eating pizza. it or I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm not having like. I'll have a slice of pumpkin. pie. Forty-two calories worth of pie at the end of my meal. I'm having pie and, and ice do, cream. And is it pumpkin pie or cream. apple pie after uh, Thanksgiving? I do pumpkin. It's the only time I do pumpkin pie, but I'll do pumpkin pie. Yeah. After Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't mind it. Woods hates it, right? Yeah, like not a fan. Hates pumpkin pie. I think so. I think he said that. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin pie. It's not. If pumpkin it pie doesn't were, bother me, if though. If pumpkin pie were so good, we'd eat it in March. Right? <laughs> but we don't. The reason we don't and only have it at Thanksgiving is it's because it's a very lower class of pie. <laughs> we have apple pie all year. You know why? Because it's good. It's at least when apples are in season. But pumpkin pie isn't that good. If it was, we'd have it more often. Chocolate cream pie, any time of the year. It's fine. It's delicious. Pumpkin pie is kind of the lower end of the pie universe. All right, I'm hungry now. Yeah, that's a lot of pie talk. You know who is looking like a snack that just walked in is the old Sammy Levitt. Sammy Levitt. Oh, my goodness. How are you doing, Sammy? I'm doing great. Good morning, guys. Good morning, morning, Sammy. We're going to bring you on to our YouTube stream here in our final hour of the program. Well, there he is right there. Hey. Smiling off-season <laughs> Sammy. We had spring training Sammy. In we had season in-season Sammy. Sammy. Now we have off-season Sammy. Yes. You're looking a little more rested and relaxed I than am. the last time we I saw am. you. I am. I'm feeling great. Got my electrolytes in this morning. Sunshine. It's my new thing. Electrolytes and sunshine. First thing. <laughs> We've had uh, nothing but speculation so far this off-season. I don't even have a manager yet for the San Diego Padres. So, essentially, we got a clean slate in which to talk about the Padres' offseason moves. 
I want them to hire the manager because I feel like everything in life is on pause. And I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, kind of for this show as well until this team hires. Yeah, what's picked a, a couple of good days to walk away from this thing because we are just in wait and see mode. I'm wondering who uh, the JP Morosi tweet yesterday, who the, the other external yeah. candidates are. I, but that would I be. I feel yeah. like. Uh, well, we'll talk about this yeah, coming. We'll up. I've got, I've got a theory. <laughs> I've got a theory on this, and it doesn't involve any surprise names that will titillate you either. But we'll talk about it next with Sammy Levin on ninety-seven three The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.